104.1 The Fish. Welcome back. I mean, the Fish. It does, yeah, 104.1 The Fish, baby. That's a classic. That's a classic Cooper Station. Wow. I don't know. I don't know how I knew that, but I knew it. Safe for the whole family. No sex, no drugs, no rock and roll. 104.1 The Fish. Is your marriage it's falling apart? Methamphetamine. Please call in now. <laughs> Is your marriage falling apart? Call Robert. Call Rob. 503-972-8247. Rob, the fix-it man himself. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, he'll probably ruin your marriage, but at least it'll be over quickly. He can have the gavel, the gavel final strike on. No, that shit's nah. That marriage is done. The, that marriage and the is gavel over. is just my penis. Oh damn, baby, how are we doing tonight? Very tired. Very. I, I can hear it. I can hear it in the voice, bro. I can yeah. hear it. How have you been? What yeah. you been up to? You been working? Uh, working yeah, every day. Working no days there. off. No time off. No days off, baby. I heard. Yeah. A little birdie told oh. me. Oh, that uh, you got a little bit of a slap on the wrist for indecent exposure the other day. Is that true? <laughs> I mean, who, uh... <laughs> who told you that? Uh, That's kind of little pine tree weird. told me that you peed on it outside of a children's park, outside of the rec center. <laughs> Robert I mean, was caught peeing in the pool. The weird part, though, is you were standing outside of the pool. It's a little concerning well, there, was, there, Rob. Oh, I was peeing in the pool. His name was Pool. His name was Pool. I was peeing in pool. Yeah, him, me and Pool hang out all the time. Yeah, no, he's Timothy, a cool guy. Timothy Pool. Have you ever had like a close call going pee outdoors in public? Where, like, someone almost caught you in the act? Uh, no, that's more of a you thing, really. Well, I'm glad that, that you've, I'm gonna be 100% you believe honest. that it's a me thing. And why, and why would you say that that kind of thing is a me thing? It just seems like something, something you would probably encounter. I have more of, like, <laughs> uh, like, demented, maybe, like, essay type encounters. Wow, uh, sexual assault. have just, like... Okay. <laughs> you have more of like kind of uh like f- kind of fun stories like oh, i almost pissed my pants and when i was pissing my pants you know near a tire seven kids walked out and <laughs> asked, asked why i was holding a potato that was leaking soda water yeah but that's not that's like, not that that's there's no indecent exposure if i just pee my pants in public right like that's not considered indecent exposure but you had your potato out Damn, so I had it out, but I still got it all over my pants. <laughs> Have yeah. you ever used the uh, the little hole on your underwear to pee? Do you ever do that? I use that exclusively. Really? Really? For real? <laughs> yeah, Honestly? Yeah. I'm one of those guys. When did you in you know start putting that into the practice? I mean, that seems like something that I rarely do I hear a man that actually uses the undie hole. Uh, I'd say probably day one. Day one? Really? Really? So the yeah. first time they put you I in, it's. I think it has something to do with like no dad. You know, never taught me how to pull my underwear down completely. So I just like, mm. oh, mm. I'll just pull my dick through the. But I figured your stepdad, you know, 
He would have taught you how to pull your underwear down completely. <laughs> like that was like one of well, those key lessons right off the bat. Yeah, but it was in a weird, different way, you know? I think it's probably your dad really who taught much. you the slip out the side door, don't make it big and obvious, don't pull the whole pants yeah. down, just kind of, you know. Just whoop, whoop, dip, it's done. In yeah. and out, in and out real yeah. fast. No big deal, no big that's deal. More, that's more of the, uh, you know, grave method. That is the way that you all that's do it. Like that is the way that you guys go. This cat is walking around my soundboard. What are you doing, cat? What kind of shenanigans are you getting up to tonight walking looking, on my desk? Looking sad. Don't. Don't cats tease you a lot? They just like put their put their tail up in the air, and you're like trying to trying to make it. This up cat. So we got this cat. I don't know. It's probably been about a month, and uh, we had the cat for like a week. All was chilling. Cat was cool. Everything was great. And then she had her time of the month, oh. and we had not got her spayed at that point. And so. Oops. She it only lasted about a week. I think it can last up to three weeks, but thankfully we were able to get her spayed within a week. Um, but she just was like writhing around for day all day. As soon as you get home through the door, she's just like rolling around the floor, meowing aggressively. Like she did not stop meowing the entire time. Just meow, 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 meow. And then just rolling around. And then she would like walk up to you and she would arch her back and like throw her ass up and then she would lift her tail up out of the way so you could just fully expose and then she would like back up into you and try to rub herself Mm -hmm. up against you and stuff and it's like bro this is especially when like she like tries to plop in your lap then she hops in your lap and just throws her ass in your face you're like bro i'm not i don't need to be this close to the to the booty hole bro you're like to the cloaca keep me away from the cloaca Yeah, it was a little bit strange, and uh, and then if you like, the only way you could really get her to stop meowing is if you like aggressively, like kind of scratched her, and it was just kind of like we were giving her an over the pants handy, and uh, I I felt a little bit weird about it because I'm like, this is, but at the same time, I'm like, bro, you're you don't even know what's going on. All you know is that you hear cats outside, and you know that something's supposed. It's time. It's that time. It's time to get it on and pop. It's humping time. Yeah, and uh, she just uh, she just writhed around every day. It was just rolling on the floor. Uh, it was like a, it was like a tension through her whole body that she couldn't get out. So that's why the aggressive wow. scratches kind of helped. But other than that, she was um, it was rough. It was a bit rough. I uh, I've never felt so intimate to an animal or so like I, like I kind of get. I feel like after that, I get what women are talking about. When it comes to like uncomfortable situations in the workplace or at the bar where they're just some dude is up and he's just getting too forward and he's too handsy and like he goes into kind of dance like he comes up behind you but then just presses himself sort of up against your backside and it's just a little bit like whoa what on earth is happening you psycho and so I think I kind of get and it and it took a cat for you to kind of well to learn what it's like to live in such a sexually volatile environment you know what i mean where it's just like at any moment i could get pounced upon and someone could try to like have their way with me and i have to be on guard yes yeah but then you feel like you you got that power dynamic where it's like well i don't want this bitch to just keep meowing or to like claw my face off so i'm gonna have to like try to help her out somehow so maybe i'll just give her a little scratch and she'll go away you know it's just like maybe this. I don't want to get fired, and I don't want to get my pay doc. So maybe if I like, 
maybe if I just kind of like kiss him when I'm a little drunk or something like that or give him a hug, then like, you know, we, he'll just like, he'll leave me alone the rest of the time. Mm. But uh, yeah, so it was rough. So I, I, you know, my heart goes out to all of those who have been sexually harassed in the workplace, guy and or girl. Um, shit sucks. You know what I mean? Big L, major L, wouldn't recommend zero out of 10. Nah, bruh. Ain't about it. Nah. Nah, not really. I'm not really with it. I'm not really with it. It's just like not my thing, though, I don't think. I ain't about it. I'm I'm a consensual guy. I'm a cons- I'm sensual. Are you? I'm sensual, but I'm even more so consensual. Mm. Mm-hmm. And there's just mm. nothing I could do about that. I think it's just how I'm bred, how I've how I've been raised and programmed. How about you? Do you feel do you find yourself to be a consensual man? You said uh, you're more of an SA type of guy. Yeah, 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 not really. Um, <laughs> you're not a big, you're not big I, I got it, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, it's kind of like, hey, you're an old school I guy. You're an old school type guy. Yeah, I believe well, that. You know, I, I have an old soul. So many women say, Robert, you have an old soul. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And boy, are they right. They're right. They don't even know. They don't even know it. They don't know until you backhand them. Do. You know what I mean? Until you backhand them. Yeah. And it's like, I'm just an yeah. old soul. You know, I'm a little, I'm a classic man. I like to drive and around until in a I classic give them a little car. shake. Give them a little shake, grab them, and flail them around, you know? <laughs> or, like, throw... Well, they're, they're so light. It's you like shake them, and then you kind of throw them at the couch, and then they slam into the couch. But there's no marks because it's cushioned, it's padded. So you're, like, you're being careful with them. But at the same time, it's well, like... yeah. I, and I will say, man, women are pretty tough. I mean, you could throw them around, and, uh, you know, they might have a bruise or two. But Bro. they're pretty good with makeup, so... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, if, if they're practiced up, I mean, what's one or two pushes down the stairs, you know, so. Yeah, I didn't want that kid anyway. <sighs> Oof. Wow, what a great start to the podcast, guys. What a great start to the podcast. What a way to go. That cat is just howling in the back. So if y'all hear it, y'all hear it. If you don't, you don't. I don't know what to do about it. Mm. She just is what it is. I'd, I don't hear it. So that's uh, maybe good. I don't know what she's whining about. She's whining about something. Whatever it is, what it is. Mm. Must be the whiskey. <sighs> you know, it must be the whiskey. It may be the wine. Mm. Preach. Preach it, brother. Preach it, brother. Um, yeah, what's up with you? What are you up to tonight? You just being exhausted? Being a guy? Being just, a G? Just, you know, uh, just being just being me. Mm. Um, mm. I, you know, I had a... I, I had probably uh, uh, perhaps a lifetime moment today. A lifetime um, moment. Define a lifetime a moment. Life. Uh, I'm about to. Like you're gonna remember um, this forever. Yeah, I, I feel like it only it only comes around like once in a lifetime. I see what you're saying. Okay. Well. Uh, yeah. Please send it my way. I you know I I had a I was I was talking to this guy at at work and he turns out he's a homosexual. Which hey. You know, it's it's Pride Month, so I'll let I'll let it slide this this month. But <laughs> I uh, mean, he would have got his. He hit. didn't catch. He didn't. He didn't catch the beat down this month. No, 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 no. I'm not gonna curb stomp him now. We'll we'll give it at least thirty Come days. July? <laughs> oh, different no, no, story. No, it's a different story, brother. It's a different story. We're throwing hands. We're throwing hands. Uh, but uh, you know, he 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 goes, ah, oh, man, your your skin is glowing. He's like, mm. what? What's your skin routine, man? And mm. I was like. See, 
you got me. Yeah. This is how this is how straight men uh, end end up getting their dick sucked by another guy is because of shit like this, and it's not my fault. <laughs> he just knows how to market it, bro. He knows how to sell. It does, and I'm like, and then I'm talking to him. He's like, he's like, why are your teeth? How are your teeth so white? And I was like, what? And, I don't fucking I, know. I didn't think. Uh, is my are my teeth white? Oh man, I just no one's noticed that about me before. Yeah, I know. And I was like, man, shut up. And I started blushing. <laughs> and I was like, ah, fuck, dude, he's got you on the ropes. He's got you on the road. You're bobbing and weaving. I'm, I'm three quarters gay, <laughs> and I didn't even know it. A few more tabs, and the ref would have called that shit around right there. Yeah, man. So. I'm definitely questioning some things. Mm. It's definitely June. Mm-hmm. It's definitely June. Maybe Something's in the air. Maybe should be gay for June. What do you think about that? <sighs> we could call our podcast "Gay for the Summer." Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, 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 I am, I am strictly straight for July. Oh, really? So it's a hard back, back over to straightness. Oh yeah. yeah now, yeah, would you, no, no. would you I, say you're more straight in July than you are the rest of the year? Is, Ju- oh, is July your straightest uh, month? Uh, that July or August, but I'd say July for sure. Okay, okay, hold on. Now, now, what do you feel like is your gayest month of the year, typically, where you feel the most effeminate, maybe? Uh, probably A little November. extra? Yes. Yeah, I was going to say probably... probably Late November rolling into December is, uh, mm. I get a little, I get festive. I get festive. I, I like fun. I like to giggle. You know, I like to squirm. Mm. Okay. I think, and I, I feel like February's, I could be, I could be into trannies. <laughs> yeah. February's a wild one. February's like, there's really, yeah, it's just a February, toss You don't know what's going on. You're just like, every morning. I'm just so sick of this. I just need an outlet. <laughs> an maybe outlet. that outlet is a, a man dressed as a woman. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. I wake up you know? every morning in February, January, February, and it's just like it's like a it's a flip of the coin. You never really know what I'm gonna be that day. It's I get what they yeah, say, but the fluidity, the fluidity about all yeah. of it. I'm I'm starting to see what these liberals uh, what these liberals about. are talking about. I understand this whole open whatever they're queer shit, all that queer shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I'm thinking straightest month of the year for me though. Mm. Yeah, it's probably it's probably August, July, August, where it's just hot. You know, I have an I have an argument mm. that July is the greatest month of the year, and it's it's not because I happen to have a a birthday mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. month. Mm-hmm. Definitely that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No I, bias. I just no think bias. It's a great month. Okay. Well, please argue that I mean, case. All all good things have come in pretty much July. Oh, and I'm I'm not gonna. I'm yeah. That's all I'm good things. There. All good things come in July. Well, could you give me like a few of your favorite things that that make July so special, other than your birthday? Uh, America's birthday. America's obviously. birthday's in July, and that's a great day. Okay, hold on, hold on. Before we move too far past that, well, actually, list this off. If you have any more, throw them out there. I have another question for you after. Uh, just go ahead. Just go ahead and you know, throw that question out. Can you rank for me your top holidays from best to worst holidays? 
Oh gosh, man! Because you're you you're know, such not a, you're not, not a holiday, holiday guy. guy, yeah, and that's and that's what makes me because I feel like you're gonna have a list that's gonna be like, oh, that's interesting. I definitely didn't see that one rounding up the top three. Um. Okay. Now is is Halloween considered a holiday? Yeah, we'll consider. Oh, gosh, here we go. Here we go. Fourth of July, Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas. Is New Year's a holiday? Um, no, I think it's just a time for people to cheat on each other. Yeah, it's just a chance to, to like, drink with other women. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, like, it's an opportunity for you to put your hand in the cookie jar because then you're, like, you get that excuse where, like, well, trust me, like, tomorrow is Jan 1st. That was last year, babe. Yeah, that was last year, babe. Like, tomorrow's Jan 1st, and I'm about to take on the new year. I'm going to be a completely different new person. Year, I uh, may be new- a shitbag right now, but not not me this next year. That was oh yeah three six five you're, ago. You're committed, me. Am I right? <laughs> I'm committed to losing weight now. I'm committed to my relationship now. I've committed I'm, assault now. <laughs> committed. Uh, yeah, yeah. We'll leave it there. Okay. Um, okay. So rate the holiday. I'm trying to think. Uh, Easter. Okay. Easter is also one of them. And I mean, okay, okay. If okay, if we take religion out of it, Easter's bullshit. Yeah, you're right. I just, I just, the one thing I like about Easter is that you get a brunch, and I love, I love breakfast for lunch. You know, I love when everyone's got the egg bakes and the sausage and bacon and something along those lines. That's just, it's really good. It's really good. But other than that, the traditions of Easter are, oh, they're they're the thoughts of a madman. Like they're the kind of things that I believe like a pedophile would come up with to try to like trick kids. You know, like oh, I'm gonna oh. dress up as a rabbit oh, yeah. and I'm gonna hide eggs, and you gotta look for them, kids. Like that just there's candy yeah, in these eggs. That's you're asking for it at that point. Yeah, because then you just leave a trail of eggs and candy leading out to a van. Like oh, did you not see it under the front seat of the car? Oh yeah, hop in. I'll show you. Just go reach a. It's Clank. Little, although I think again the most dangerous holiday when it comes to um, map encounters because that's what we're supposed to call them these days. We're taking some some liberal knowledge. Oh yeah, yeah, because yeah, because we're, we're supposed to respect. Them, <laughs> yeah, because right? I would hate. I don't want to. I don't want to demonize people that take advantage of children. You know what I mean? Like I would hate. They already have such a hard life as it is trying to. Yeah. Yeah. Because then you, because like, I mean, you think it's weird talking to parents now when you're dating and like thinking about marriage and then you have to talk to a 10 year old's parents, you know, and you're older than their, than the parents and it's super strange. And so you have to read them a letter of how you're quote unquote, sorry, but you're not sorry. Yeah, no, no, it was super. And you weren't good at cheating and making up stuff on the spot in school. You know, you just, just took the F. So like, you're not used to being on the right on the fly. So it comes off super disingenuous and half hearted and it's already hard to kind of smirking. Yeah. It's hard to calm down parents from a mapping counter, you know, as is. So if you're disingenuous about it on top of it, it, yeah, it's a big thumbs down. L ratios way off the maps. No pun intended. You know, I think the honestly the best holiday is fuck. Uh, maybe New Year's. <laughs> you just said that New Year's wasn't the holiday. You said it was just a chance to cheat. 
That's why I'm saying it's the the best. <laughs> it is it is the worst. It's well, it's the worst for one person, and it's the absolute best for the other. So I'm going with it's the best and worst, mm. but probably the best. Yeah, but my question is, is who is the best or the worst for? Because I almost think like it might be the best for the one that gets cheated on. You get New Year, New You, and yeah, you get exactly. to lose the heavy baggage of whatever piece of shit you've been dating for four years, you know? And like they were not interested yeah. in you after the first year and a half. Like it's been like really, really tense for a, for like three years, you know? Yeah. So, it's not really that big of a loss. It was like, well, it was either he, they cheated on me now or we break up nine months from now just because we're over it. So at least it's out of the way and done, and I have the new year to get started. Well, and I've, I've got a bit of a controversial opinion. Sometimes it's kind of nice to be cheated on. And and, and hear me out. Mm-hmm. It, it sounds kind of cucky. It sounds kind of fucked up. But sometimes you just need a good 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 excuse to be like, yeah, that person was a piece of shit. Fuck him, and just never talk to him again. You're just like, you know what? I'm done. I just yeah, it's the cleanest break you could possibly have in a I, relationship. You and can, I have the best reason to never to talk never to them think about them ever again. To never let them cross your mind ever again. It's like, no, they did the thing, and it is done. And now I am moving on. It's just like an easy hard reset to your life, where it's like, oh, they cheated. All right, well, I guess I'm completely in a different place now. That relationship is over. If I was to, if I was to give you my ranking, here's how we do it. Please. I love Christmas. I think Christmas is my favorite holiday. I I think it's it is my most um it's my gayest month is is Thanksgiving mm. and Christmas. The food is great. I love my family. And now we don't have a lot of the extra baggage of, uh, of you know, it's just the intermediate circle of family. And I like all of them. And I don't have to pretend like I like people I don't like. So it's That's really great. nice that we just Are get you talking a, about me right now. Yeah, you would. Yeah, yep. That was who I was talking about. I, w- I didn't know if you're going to catch on or not, but I didn't want to like say it. Like, I don't want to name it. It almost slipped by me. Yeah, no, 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 no. But me. you nothing gets past you, boy. You're really on it. <laughs> Good eye, partner. Good eye. Um. Yeah, I would say Christmas is number one for me, then Thanksgiving, then the 4th of July, mm. then Easter because of the brunch, and then Halloween because Halloween's stupid. Right. Like I could just I like it's it's one thing if I get special dishes that people make that I never get to eat all year, but I'm just eating like Kit Kats. Like I could eat Kit Kats whenever. I'm you're, an adult. You know what you're doing? You're just costing yourself like 500 bucks at the dentist. That's all you're doing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what's great? Here's the thing. I drink all the time. So I don't need a day of like a reason to drink. I could just drink because, you know, I'm resp- I budget to afford some beer and if I want a f- couple, then I can have a couple. That that's exactly what I'm saying. Now my thing is is what is I feel like there's those people where they are like 
it's the sober people, the mostly sober people, where they don't really drink, they don't really ever consume alcohol. It's not like a thing they do. Sometimes if they go hang out with family or friends and it's like, hey, we're having a brunch, let's get mimosas or something like that. But it's not like a, a thing that's just around if they want it. They just, it's not a part of their life. I feel like those people, when they get to a Halloween party, it's, it's like the mom, she hasn't drank in like two years. And then she decides to go out with her friends, and they're gonna go have a little thing, and then uh, and then that's when they just get sloshed. It's just terrible. Yeah. And they don't know how to hold their liquor at all because it's been so long since they've really gone hard in the pain. I feel like those are the kind of people that really get drunk on Halloween because they're just sitting at the door, giving kids candy. So and you're just standing at the bottom of a driveway watching your children just go get possibly touched by an adult that you don't know. So oh, it's, what it's, else are you gonna it's do? A guarantee. But no, no, no. That's. I mean, they're gonna get. They're gonna get. You know, something's gonna happen somewhere. They're gonna get vibed. <sighs> they're gonna get vibed. Indeed, they're gonna get vibed. Going to get vibed. What's your least favorite holiday then? Uh, definitely Halloween for sure. Okay, I'm I mean, glad we're in agreement it's, on that. It's dumb. The, I get. I get angry at adults <laughs> that like it. <laughs> I mean, I get angry yeah. i get i get i know a lot of things anger me and that's Something honestly to be i've done out. enough therapy it's not it's not me anymore it's it's it might it's be the world it fault. might be the world yeah no, you know it might it's, be it's definitely people's dumb it's like it's like the people who love disneyland like i have so many customers that just they're 36 yeah and their and their spouse they just go to Disneyland like twice a year. Oh, dude. It's it's just like no. It's creepy. And they That's don't have kids. kids. And they don't have kids, Wake you know. Up. It's one thing if you have kids, you know? <clears throat> and even for me, I went to Disneyland this year. I hadn't been to Disneyland since I was like five. And so me and Kaylee went to Disneyland in October. And then we went to California Adventure recently when she came to visit. And mm. so I've seen the whole park. And I never, and you know, it was cool. I, I It was cool to go. It was a cool little experience. It wasn't worth the money. I didn't pay for it, thankfully. So that's that's cool. Oh, well then. Who <clears throat> cares? Yeah, it was a free little whatever. It was no big deal. But like, I don't ever need to see it again. And certainly not multiple times a year. Like, even once a year, I'm still just like, unless you have children, maybe, and, like, they are just diehard, they love the Disney movies or something, then I guess. But if you're a full-grown adult with no kids, and you and your wife are going to Disneyland once a year or twice a year, and every time you get any kind of free vacation time, it's like, oh, we're going to go spend the weekend at Disney, and you spend literally... $300 to get into the into the park, and then you spend a grand on alcohol... And it's just like, bro, what are you doing? Just a go. Grand? Is that easy to spend a grand on alcohol there? I I mean, if you wanna if you wanna drink all day, you know, if you wanna like if you're if you're there to drink at Disney and have one of those kind of times, I mean you're spending some of the spots to get any like a margarita's twenty five dollars or more. Holy shit. Yeah. So it's like not cheap whatsoever. And then, like, you'll go buy, like, two tacos for 30 bucks, 
and and a pretzel for your left arm and it's just like i don't think that this adds up right like this is this is cruel and unusual punishment for food drinking at disneyland sounds awful why do you say that i i I don't know i mean i just think of like drinking as as a time to relax yeah um yeah but but that's it's well, I mean, it's like if you're, if you're stuck with I your kids, know. say you're stuck, say you're like, say you don't want to be there though, or like, this is not your thing. You're doing this either for someone else or some friends or like you're taking your kids. I feel like that is why you want to drink is to relax so that you have something fun, especially if you're standing in lines for a lot of the day and you're just doing nothing but standing. I don't uh, know. Smoke weed. That's what don't I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Smoke a joint. Drunk. Zone out. Zone out, but drinking, yeah, yeah. no, because like when you're drunk, that's not you shouldn't you shouldn't be drunk around your kids. No, you're right. Period. You're a hundred percent. You're a hundred percent right. Because your kids know. I mean, like they'll probably they might know if you're high. Yeah, but maybe. at least you'll be like, there's a very certain like just sloppiness to being drunk, which I feel like it's not as not as great as being. high. I mean, you know better than well. I, do, I but. think I think it's where I would be is um you get that stupid confidence and like you don't want to be saying the types of things that you say possibly depending on who you are like that stupid confidence is only good in certain scenarios but like to to do that at a park around your children where you're gonna say some dumb shit or you're gonna just get a little too handsy with your wife and like that's their mom that's weird that you're just like trying to you know put your tongue in her mouth in the middle of the it's like we're at the Alice in Wonderland ride this is super creepy Mr. Toad's Wild Adventure and you've got like a finger down her jeans and it's just like what are we what are we doing right now man this is like too much yeah, you've no had too wants much to see your toad slow down yeah exactly exactly right so yeah I'm not I'm not a f- fan how do you feel so say say you had kids of your own and it was like around the house what is your ideal setup with like drinking or things like that is do you ever let your kids see you do you ever like how do you handle that scenario uh, i mean some people just I get sauced in front of their children yeah i don't think that's cool um yeah. i you know I, I feel like i could be wrong but i'll I, I don't know how many years of drinking I have left in me. It's really not that great. Um, so, so if I if I were to still be drinking, it you know I think it's good to expose your kids to like those things because yeah. it's gonna be in the world, right? They're gonna yeah. see it, and it's better you know better they have a beer at home with you than with some sixteen year old, right? Yeah, um, yeah. So that, I agree. that's cool, but when it becomes in excess and you're intoxicated, yeah, it's not. That's not. Uh, well, that's not good at all. It's nice if you can set an example because if if they have never seen you consume alcohol, and so the only time they've seen people drinking around them is when they're with their school friends. And everyone's getting shit faced, and it's like, well, I guess this is how you drink. I guess you take down half the fifth in a sitting. You know, like that's how you're supposed to do it. But if they see that, okay, he has like two beers after work, 
He's never, it never changes or affects his personality or mood. He maybe but, gets a little goofy. He gets a little goofy, gets a little silly, it. but he's not like, tr- he doesn't get up from the couch and like trip over the dog as he's trying to get to the toilet and then like kind of raises his voice and there's like a little bit of an, to, at the mom, you know, you don't want any of that. Yeah. He maybe pushes her a little bit. That's not cool. How old until you let your kid try some alcohol or have like a drink themselves with you uh, or something? Probably seven. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as they get a little too loud or ornery at night and I need them to calm down, we might have to give them the rosé. I mean, to be honest, they'll probably be an infant and I'll just dip their big <laughs> I would definitely do that, 100%. Just get some sparkling Prosecco. Some along those lines and just like give it to here, just nurse on this. I know you like carbonation, so just kind of chief this one down, young young champ. I mean, if 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 they're my kid, they're gonna like they're gonna love LaCroix, so might as well just like spike some LaCroix and be like here. here yeah, give them just a little give them like one shot of vodka in there and they're not gonna really taste it. And if you just be like, Yeah, well that's uh, what that's what it t- that's what carbonated water tastes like. <laughs> yeah. So I'd say about seven. How about you? What would you, what's what's your what's your drinking rules around the house when you have some little some little piglets? Around? I mean, it would probably be the same where it's just you know don't don't be drunk around your kids. Like don't be a different person. You know, don't get to that state where you're just zoned out and you're fuck. Like if you really need to go, like for some reason I don't know what the reason is, but if you need to have a night like that. Get once your kids have gone down to bed, get in your car. <laughs> Just go sit in the car. T- turn on music. Put it like the whole case in the passenger seat. Sit outside your house and just G- drink. Give the kids Nyquil. Yeah, give your kids Nyquil that night. Make sure that they're out. And then just get toasted in your vehicle if that's what you need to do. I'm not recommending it, but yeah, don't even do it within the house where they can walk downstairs to get a glass of water and you're just like, burr, burr, hey, Billy. How are you? you going to bed? Yeah, I'm going to bed too. I've been up all night. Yeah. And then you have to like lean on them to help get up the stairs. Like just don't, ugh, don't ever, don't put that. They don't need to know that about you. You know, they don't need to see you in that state. Now, now here's, here's a follow-up question. Is there a time ever when your kids are older that you get maybe you maybe you get a little loose around them. Maybe they're like eighteen. Yeah, if they're 20. like eighteen and say we're like on a family vacation, you know, and we're out at like a cabin or something like that, and I'm just like, hey, I've got peppermint schnapps that I found in the cupboard that I didn't know that we even had here. And then it's like, well, you want some? And then we just kind of have a night where both of us get a little bit, you know, whatever, and we're just kind of goofy and laughing, and that's about it. But still, there's got to be a level of because. It's it's kind of the same mentality that I feel like you've ever had with drinking with me is that you have to be ready to be the sober-minded one at any moment. Yeah. I need to be ready to, to, to take the reins and clean up the mess or whatever, the metaphorical emotional mess or physical mess at a moment's notice. Which is cool because I, I, I feel like I have the cheat code. You do have the cheat code. It's something about it's something I in your just... genetics. I can just. I was actually. I was. Uh, I was getting. I was getting a. I was getting a fade. I was running a fade. When recently. today? Uh no. Tuesday. I got faded up today, baby. 
Oh, that's what's up. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was I was talking to my barber, and I I was like, yeah, for whatever reason, I can like snap like snap out of of being drunk. Yeah. Or like if I'm intoxicated and just act like I'm normal. She's like, really? She's like, are we related? She's like, because I can do the same thing. And I was like, oh, maybe it's trauma. It, it probably could be. Because she had a pretty she had a pretty fucked up life too. I'm like, oh, maybe it's a trauma or something like that. I I was literally getting my hair cut today. And so I'm chilling in my barber lady. She's telling me about her going out uh, with the other barber lady that works there. And she's like, yeah, we went this one night. And she's like, she's like, I have an alter ego when I get drunk. And that that alter ego oh is God. just. I love when people say that. Yeah, it just means that they have no self-control as soon as they start drinking. And it just completely takes control of their personality. And apparently her alter ego is a raising, raging bitch. That's what she told me. That's oh. what she told me repeatedly. And I was like, and she was just giggling. And I was like, I don't know if that's like, you're like late 30s early 40s no offense maybe but like you're i don't know if you should just still be able to just snap into being a raging bitch every time you go out to the bar with your friends you know yeah but regardless apparently she was going to town at this bar not too long ago and the other lady's like hey i was like that's your last drink you're done but apparently she just kept ordering drinks and then she was super sauced and she's like and this guy walks up and she's like and i don't remember any of this but the other girl told her about it the next day this guy walks up and like offers to buy her a drink and then she takes her beer and just throws it at him and then just says, oh. pick up my tab, bitch. And then just throws the beer all over him. I mean, get some, get some therapy. <laughs> right, right. Jeez. <laughs> what, what underlying deep seated <laughs> issue is that? Yeah. Go That's talk this one wild. out. Go talk this one out professionally, baby. Yeah, I don't know. And that's like one of those things where it's like, that's funny if you told me you did that when you were 22. But if you told me you did that a week ago and you're, oh, bro, when is it not like, when is when are drinking stories like that not funny? When is it not funny to just go get shit-faced? Uh, when is it concerning? 25. Concerning, right? 25. Anything past 25 is like, dude, you're, an, you're really an adult. Like you well, actually, just... it, it it could be younger. It could be younger, but it just depends on your demeanor. Yeah, 24, 23, 25. I feel like you got twenty one, twenty two, twenty three, sort of. I think I think I've I've definitely I'm I'm I have no excuse. No, me neither. Me neither. Not at all. I do not have excuse anymore. But age wise, I feel like by the time you're twenty four, it's like okay, dude, you've got to be, you got to kind of tone it down a little bit. You can't be having those. You can't on a regular basis, multiple times a month. You can't just be blacking out for a night. Yeah, like that's really concerning. You can't be, you can't be my neighbor. No, no, no. Well, I do, I do have this awesome neighbor. I, I love watching him. He sits on his balcony with a boom box really like kind of just kind of like bobs his head and dances to like old school hip-hop kind of yeah. is he black no oh okay is he <laughs> white he just gets hammered yeah he is he's okay let me set a picture he okay he dresses like he's from you have a f photo of him 
No. Oh, I thought you said let me send a picture. Oh, set. Oh, set the picture. I got you. I got you. I got you. I was like, you're yeah, taking yeah, yeah. photos. Just like a photo from the bushes <laughs> across the way. <laughs> you're like, like no, it's guy. like a photo of. Like, it's a photo of like his bathroom, and you're like in the shower behind the curtain taking the photo out from behind. I'm like, how did you get this? Like, what are you? What is nah, this, Robert? No, he's he's like he's like six foot, maybe maybe a hundred and twenty pounds. Uh, has these like thick, ultra thick glasses. Like maybe he he rides the short bus. Mm. Um, he wears a backwards cap that's way too big for him. He dresses like he's from two thousand one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it, it, he has a and he carries around a boombox and listens to music. And it's honestly kind of cool. I see him at the liquor store all the time. I don't know. I'll be driving past there, <sighs> and he's just I'll just see him strolling out with his boombox. I'm like, what a life. How do you feel? Because I'm a I'm big. Well, I'm trying to become less and less attached to my headphones, um, mm-hmm. especially the convenience of, of Bluetooth wireless headphones and stuff. But I I for a long time it was like 24 hours basically. I always had my headphones in until I was sleeping, and I would fall asleep with my headphones in sometimes. Uh, it is thankfully reduced quite a bit. I have a lot of time that I try to just drive without listening to anything work without listening to anything go whenever i run i never put headphones in when i work out i don't think i really ever put headphones in um but i love just being able to have music whenever while i'm living my life just soundtracking what is happening or a podcast but what do you feel about people that carry around bluetooth speakers or boom boxes and stuff like that and they're like on a run or riding around and they're just playing music out loud Oh man, I immediately want to become their best friend. Really? Really? Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't that's not that doesn't annoy you? Um no no it does. I want to become their best friend so I can become close. <laughs> really get to know them, maybe have a good 3 to 4 year relationship with them. Get just get really tight knit with their family and then destroy their family because you should know your goddamn place in Keep that shit to yourself. Yeah, bro. Don't assume that anyone else wants to listen to your music. Like you're just. There was. It's rough. There was this lady, and she would carry. She would put her phone, in like her front pocket of her shirt, and just Mm. play music, all of the time. And I and that I think that's the origins of when I started wanting to hit women. Right. You think that was when it started. You don't think it was the first time that you were hit by a woman? Uh, we, I mean, I don't, I don't really remember. Okay, okay, that's fair. I, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't really get it. I'm not a fan of. I don't know, like even when I'm around my apartment and no one's here, I typically just put a headphone in. Like I don't play stuff out loud on my phone or through the speaker. Sometimes I'll play music through the speaker, but it's, but it's not all the time, you know. And uh, I don't know. I just I like to I like you know that's I'm in my own world. I don't need to I don't need to blast it out for everyone else, especially not when I'm out in public. I really don't get no. the boldness of just doing something like that. Yeah. What do you think? Do you think that's a mental illness, or do you think that's what do you think that is? Uh, 
I don't know. It's really like you just you're you clearly you're the main character of your movie, and you just don't yeah. really think about anyone else's what they got going on. I mean, I guess maybe if you're going for a run or something, and like that earbuds and stuff That's just so want to weird because f- I feel like you couldn't hear the music as well. No, me neither. But I know some people complain that like as soon as they start running, their earbuds just fall out of their ear because they got tiny little like little bitch boy ear holes. So like I guess if you just got like small puny little man petite? ear ear holes, Did you know. You call petite? Mm, I would call them hmm, let me think. Let me think. Nerdowells. Nerdowells. I would love a definition for what a nerdowell is. I would say underdeveloped mm-hmm. if you had underdeveloped ear holes you know yeah prepubescent ear holes that's uh, that's weird <clears throat> yeah like you can't what you can't fit a rubber tipped headphone you can't fit an airpod into your i know a lot of people complain about the airpods not staying in their ears and i just don't get it really I think they're, you know, I think they're side characters. I think they're NPCs. That's why. I agree. I agree. I couldn't agree more if I'm being honest with you. Mm. Mm. I've got um, I got a little bit of this relationship thing I wanted to read off to you, buddy. I feel like this okay. one is right up your alley. Right in. Oh, boy. It's just. I this, can't wait. This one is you. This one is you. Okay, here we go. Oh, boy. My boyfriend is obsessed with how genetically rare he is. Okay, now I'm offended. <laughs> continue. This as soon as I read this, like this is Robert. I mean, this isn't you, but like this would be you, maybe. <laughs> I I don't like you. But anyway, continue. <laughs> no, like this is like a caricature of the worst version. Of, like if all the jokes this you is, made this were is, real, this is this is the thought in my head that I make sure I don't that let you out. Don't let the, out this day on one hundred percent. Yeah, this for sure runs through my mind, but I. I you don't I know say damn it. well not to say yeah, yeah, yeah. it. Well, that's what separates you between these crazy psychos that are actually going around saying this. So basically, my boyfriend of about a year is obsessed with how genetically rare he is compared to all other humans. He constantly reminds me that he has the rarest hair and eye color, blonde hair, blue eyes, and that he is also rare because he's tall and, and has uh, AB negative blood, whatever that means. At first, okay. I didn't mind when he said these things, but now it's starting to get to the point where I start to feel worthless and not rare myself. He literally told me today that he is one in a billion and so much more than rare than my past and future boyfriends. Wow, uh, this guy is so insecure. Yeah, it's a... <clears throat> oh. That's the thing. is like when you have to talk about your... Hair color, skin color, eye color. You have to brag about things that you had zero effect on. It just is what it is. That's like yeah. the final straw because it doesn't, it's nothing about you. It doesn't, it's not you're, you're talking about like you still have deep insecurities if you're walking around bragging about anything. But if it's something this that you've learned how to do, compensating. 
Oh, yeah, because he has nothing else to offer. This guy has nothing else to offer except for the fact he's like one of those dudes that just brags about the fact that he wears shorts all year, no matter the temperature, and he just doesn't get cold. He's like, I don't know, dude. I just don't get cold. No, I just don't get cold, dude. That would be a meme. No, bro. I just don't get... I don't know what it is. I just, like, genetically, I'm built different. <clears throat> I was worried when he said future boyfriend, since I love him, um, but he said that he, it's just... It would be impossible for him to be replaced. Oh, that's a... Uh, that's someone who's afraid of being he's, replaced. He's, ask, he's asking to get cheated on. If he gets... If she cheats on him... With I'm a black not, guy. I'm not condoning it, but With a black guy. It. Like, he doesn't get... Ooh. She's not cheating on him with some other blonde hair, blue-eyed, white guy. It's a black guy. It's 100... And that's gonna oh. hurt him so bad. And that's what... That's oh, the yeah. thing. When she cheats on him with a black guy, it is going to send him down a rabbit hole of which he won't return, where he will actually oh, yeah. just he, become... He's gonna be... He's gonna be reading Mein Kampf pretty soon. Oh, 100%. Um... He like starts taking German class. He's like, honestly, no. Like, it's like it's a growing language, and I think that it will probably be the language of the future. Like, most of us will be speaking German, and like, not that many years from now. So, like, you're gonna regret it once I know fluent German, and half the world is all speaking German, bro. Also, I don't know if he's approaching the territory of racism because he has also said, "My people will be extinct soon, and nothing but Africans will exist." He kind of shocked me by saying that, and I'm still trying to wrap my head around it. How do I move forward uh, and away from this uh, subject with him so I can start feeling better about myself? Robert, what would you recommend for a girl like that? She's 19. He's 21. You know, they're young. They've been in it for a year. First of all, I'm still offended. <laughs> what I'm I still, said about you. This is not me at all. I this know is this not, is not you at are all. There, are there attributes no, no, that no, I no. share? This is, sure. This, sure. Is, this, is, this is like... This is Nathan. No, 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 no. This is genuinely Nathan, but at the same time, this is you when like... You, you and I, you get to my house and you're just on one for some reason where you insist on making everything about race and about like how you're a superior specimen and how you're smarter because you're white or things like, you know, where it's just, it, it's like, but I know this is not, it's not, that's not actually who you are, but it's just, you're just, you've chosen to be this guy for the night. This is like one of the dudes you'd pretend to be for an evening just to amuse yourself. Mm. Yeah. I th- I th- yeah. Okay. You got me there. But this is him, like, for real. Could you imagine meeting yeah. this person in real I mean, I guess you know Nathan, so, you know. Yeah, no, I have met I have met that person. Pretty cool guy. <clears throat> it's, it's really entertaining for about 30 minutes. And then you're like, all right, I can't, I can't be associated. Yeah, because I can't have a real conversation with you because you're insane. Like, yeah. I can't actually talk about things with you because then I have to remember, oh, yeah, this isn't a joke. You're actually just a, a really bad person. Yeah, and you can't talk about your psychedelic trip because he's going to warn you that demons are influencing the yeah. trip and they're going to try to take you. They're going to try to take your brain. Like, All right. Okay, well. buddy. Okay, buddy. Which is crazy that, yeah, he's been taken by demons yeah. years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But what do you do? Uh, I had another one that I that I saw. My wife, 26 female, has given me a 27 year old male an ultimatum: should I cave? Question mark. 
How do you feel about ultimatums and relationships? The answer is no, right? That's what I thought you were going to say. Yeah, yeah, fuck no. Kick her to the curb. My wife and I have been married for seven years and have two daughters, ages six and three. We've had our ups and downs. I assume most relationships and marriages do. Recently, I started drinking again. We have the extra income and one drink on one or two days of the week uh, to help me relax and mellow out seemed reasonable to me. As I wasn't hiding it, my wife soon saw the alcohol and was livid. My wife is Mormon and is a great woman. But just like many Mormons and some Christians for that matter, she has certain ideals. She hates that I am drinking and sees it as evil. And I have yet to embrace Christianity. She gave me an ultimatum to quit alcohol for the rest of my life and convert to Christianity or she will fall for divorce. You've been married for seven years. If she's that passionate about you converting to, why did she not just be like, "Hey, wait, maybe I shouldn't get into a marriage with somebody that isn't of my belief oh, systems." Boy, yeah, this is a big L on her part, um, or or his. I'm not sure. I mean, it's an L that he's having to take because she's an L. Yeah, she, she well sounds like she's kind of a lunatic. Yeah, to be honest, kind of a little bit of a nut job. Yeah. Oh man. Uh. I don't. Know. You said they have kids. Yeah, two daughters, six and three. Oof, buddy, you're in a pickle. You're in a bit mm, of a pickle. Bit of a bind there, baby. Stop drinking, and okay. Well, okay. You got you got two options. All right. You can either divorce right away. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, hey, you know, uh, I'm not saying I'm for it, but she sounds insane. But it's an option. Uh, That's all we're saying. It is an option. Or you can turn your lying skills up to 11 <laughs> and just kind of put up with her, drink, you know, when when she's not around. Like drink uh, on your way home from work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, get bu- get buzzed, <laughs> get buzzed in the driveway. Yeah, drinking or driveway. or just like you know what you do you you tell her you're really you you've really gotten into fitness and then just drink at the gym or like always have your hydro yes, No, got yes. it, babe. You just get just get Robert on him and be like, you know, I actually have to consume 106 ounces of water a day and just be drinking vodka the whole time. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Well, I mean, I, he was just drinking one to two beers in a night, one or two nights out of the week. But I guess, yeah, become a fully degenerated alcoholic. <laughs> well, I mean, it sounds like he's going to have to if he's married to To deal her. with her, yeah, 100%. I, I like, I'm all I know is that I'm going to make a song called Drinking in the Driveway. And it's going to be about getting home from work do and just drinking. In the, oh, 100% you can. 100% you can. Wow. Uh, did you say that you had a you had a few things that you wanted to throw my way on this episode? Uh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Before I dive into anything else. Let's see. I have this, um, I have this letter that I want to read you. From? It was on a subreddit called uh, Open Relationship or something like that. I don't remember exactly. I'm going to go pee real fast, but then I will, I'll will i be yeah. back. Hold up. Okay. I'll be waiting. 
We back, baby. Big dog, big dog. Ooh, big dog. <laughs> What's that? Big dog. This is the second. Ooh, big dog. That's the second time you've done that. <laughs> it's just some shit my friend from work says, so I've just been saying it. Big dog. Uh, oh, big dog. Ooh, ooh. You got okay. the dog in him. I, I like it. I was like, the fuck is, <laughs> is he good? Is he developing Tourette's? Nah, bro. I'm just a big dog. I'm a big dog. That's, ooh, that's ooh. fair. Big dog. That's fair. Big dog. You know, um, I, I, I feel I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a little lazy this episode just because I'm, I'm barely holding it together. Now feel free, um, brother. But I do, I do have a bit of a, a. I won't read the, I won't read the three paragraphs that I have here in front of me. Save it that I wrote down. But um, I will, I will say a quote. I will read you a bit of a quote in it. That is the. The Industrial Revolution and its consequences have been a disaster for the human race. End quote. Huh. I don't know. Yeah, but no. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, yeah and nah. I mean... Yeah, it has been, I guess, in the sense where a lot has changed. The Industrial Revolution has changed the world in so many ways. And some of them are great and some of them are terrible. And that's just what it is. But the problem is that before the Industrial Revolution, the things that we were doing, the ways we were doing things, some of them were great and some of them were terrible. That's always how it's going to be. So I don't think it like... Yeah, it did fuck a bunch of things up, but it also made a bunch of things great. And, like, had we not done it, it would have also still just stayed kind of messed up, but then also kind of great at the same time. Mm. So, I don't know. I don't know. How do you feel about that one? You know, I that, w- that was a quote by Ted, Ted Krasinski, great man. Uh, do you know who that is? I don't believe so. He is the famous Unabomber. Um, yeah, what a, what a great guy. guy! What a guy! He actually, uh, so he, I, I, you know, I, I was a little bored, and so I read his his thirty page manifesto today. Today, um, today, yeah, I finished up. It's it's like a it, it's maybe not thirty. It's like a two hour. It's like a two hour read, maybe. Um. But, you know, it's a, yeah, it talks all about, it's, I gotta, I hate to admit it, but I was rating it, and I was like, okay, about a a quarter into it, I was like, man, I don't like how, how this guy's making some good points. I was like, I'm not, this is not what I wanted to think going into this. I'm like, all right, I'll just keep reading. I'm sure this goes downhill from here. Halfway through, I'm like, mm, I fully agree with this guy. Wow, uh, wow, wow. And, Halfway and through, then, he sold you. And then I'm like, okay, but like, obviously, this, like, I, he's going to lose me. He's yeah, going to lose somewhere, me. Somewhere, come on. I mean, you're a yeah, sane, like, rational human. You can't relate to this dude. Yeah, I'm like, this guy is obviously, you know, from what I've heard is crazy. You know, the media may have demonized him. Who knows? But, um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, and I'm, I'm three quarters of the way through and I'm like, okay, it's just getting better. 
<laughs> and I was like, this. I was like, the la- the last bit. I was like, I still had hope. I'm like, the last bit. He's just gonna say something off, and I'm on. I'm like, yep, yeah. nope. He's insane. Finished, finished on a high note. The finished on a high note, man. I was like, wow. man, this guy is eloquent. Uh, he's articulate. Yep, 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 he yep, 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 yep. Makes great points, and I was like, this is. I'm, I'm questioning my my beliefs now i'm like i don't like i don't like how much i agreed with him you know what that sounds like it sounds like i need to go read this and we need to discuss it on the podcast next time i think i think you should there's there's audio versions on youtube okay i'm gonna go listen to the audio version and i would love to go and i'll jot down a few notes think about what i how, how i really feel and we could break that down well, uh, if you don't have anything else, I have this uh, this letter that I wanted to read off. Um, I read it on last week's episode that's not out now as we record this one, but I, I think the, that part of the episode actually got deleted, so the people weren't able to hear it. So I'm going to have to – I'm going to read it off now. I'm curious what your thoughts are. It's from this subreddit. I don't remember uh, – it's like some kind of open relationship subreddit or something, and it's all about uh, – open relationships is all it is really. Okay. This is a letter to my to my love. Okay. Mm. And I'm just curious what your thoughts are if you would like receive a letter or something like this. Dear love, I can solemnly swear I will not always be something that you like. I will fuck things up for better and for worse. Maybe you will like this fucking up or maybe not. It is not my job to make you like me, but for me to like myself entirely. You are not the sun. Our love is not the stars. You're a pretty damn great, and I dig you hardcore. But you don't get to be the center of my world anymore. This means I get to change my mind. My yes gets to become no. My no might one day be a yes. Who I am today might not be who I am tomorrow, and I like it. What are your thoughts? This girl's a whore. <laughs> she fucked up. <laughs> I love, you know, it, it, there's like a little bit of a, okay, okay, maybe you're going some, like, I, first you're just like, uh, I don't love what you're saying. Like, I, I already off of the, you might not always like me. Like, yeah, okay, we're going to have our bad days and our good days, you know? Okay, yeah, I might I might mess things up. You might like it. You might not. I I, I can see that. Maybe. Okay, whatever. It's not my job to make you like me. I, mean, I guess it's not. But you know, to, to strive to be a likable, Helps. lovable person that would be nice. Like put some effort in. Um, but then as soon as she says, "This means I get to change my mind. My yes gets to become no. My no might one day be yes." And that's where the whole. That's where you really get where she's coming from. I yeah don't want to think about anybody else but myself. And how myself feels in that moment. And if I said yes to you that morning, I get to just change my mind and say no to you that afternoon if I don't feel like it anymore. And I shouldn't have to be obligated to do anything that I don't like for your benefit, for the benefit of this relationship, or anyone else, really. I get to do what I want to do, and you don't get to tell me otherwise. I'm I'm getting the vibe that she's like, she, she feels guilty, uh, but she's unwilling to accept or admit that she's wrong and so this is kind of her way of dealing with it 
Huh. Feels what do you guilty. Think? Yeah, it's it's like It's almost like though I want to get into an open relationship, but it's because you've already started kind of flirting and texting someone that you're not supposed to be texting. And so now you're trying to talk your girlfriend into being in an open relationship. She's like, well, you know, bro, I think it's something we should just give it a try. But it's because you've already started going down this path. It's like she's yeah. trying to get out ahead of whatever she did. She did something and it oh, hasn't yeah. come to the surface yet, but it will. And she's trying to get out ahead of it and may, let it known, like, hey, listen, I don't have to. It's not my job to do what you want. I got to do whatever I want. Maybe you like me. Maybe you don't. And I'm going to fuck up. And maybe you like it and maybe you don't. But it's not my job. It's my job to like me. Man, have I received a letter like this before? <laughs> Love it. Love it. Love that energy, baby girl. Wow. wow. What, a, what a cool. People are cool, huh? People are awesome. Everything is awesome. Everything, Everything is, is cool, cool when you're, you're part, part of a team. team. <laughs> awesome. When you're living your dreams. Wow. <laughs> when you're running a pyramid scheme. Hmm? What? Uh, excuse me. Well, uh, Robert, big dog, big dog. Um, big dog. Big dog. Oof. What uh, what's been on your mind over the last few weeks? What is uh, what's been what's been the uh, the motto the um, the mentality of Big Dog Rob himself? Who who? Big Dog Rob. Um, I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, you sound you sound broken. Yeah, I'm not. No, I'm not broken. I'm actually no, doing well. That's actually. I'm just tired. I take that back. I'm sorry. You sound you sound like you you've taken a beating. You're, you've still got plenty of left in the tank, but you're like, I, today, I'm done with today. I, I can tell you this. I've never looked forward to a vacation more in my life. I bet. I bet. I, and I'm, not, I'm not one for looking forward to vacations or vacations, period. But I'm like, uh, you know what? I can't wait you need to it. hang out with some, you know, hang out with some boys. Kick it with the boys. some substances. Yeah, baby. Just be, be maybe be a little more irresponsible than I than have I've been before. Been, than you have been. I'm I'm down for that. I'll 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 uh, I'll be your little sh- uh, swami. You'll be the devil on my shoulder. Yeah, I'll help guide you through the irresponsibility. I'll take you from point A to point B. I appreciate that. So that's been on my mind. Um, the other let's see the other thing that's been on my mind. Uh, just kind of. I just, I, just, I just, uh, I appreciate where I'm at in life right now. I'm, I'm very thankful, mm. um, and I, I, I'd say I'm pretty. I don't know. I had a, I had a weird. Um, it was, I had a weird therapy session, mm. where I had a bit of, bit of a. I don't know. I don't. I'm just, I'll just say, I, I, it's like I had a bit of an ego death, mm. a little bit. I know that's kind of It's uh, a broad term. Yeah, it's a broad. It's like yeah, you're not sure cliche. what it means exactly. Yeah. But um, it was just like it was It was a very impactful session, and it was mm. like I just at the, at the when we were finished up and I got my car and I was just like laughing. I was just smiling and laughing because I just felt so free. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, it's uh i don't know 
it's it's good. I just feel content, and uh, I I don't feel the I don't feel the need or want to for people to like. At, I don't I don't feel like I need attaboys anymore. I'm mm. just like I'm content where I, where I'm at. Yeah, and I'm content with like if people don't understand what I'm doing, or just kind of look at me weird or just don't even know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah. Just like, Oh, Robert's a loser. I, you know what? I'm cool with that because I'm, I'm just doing my thing. Yeah. I think it's, it's, it's this having an unshifting standard, you know, you know who you're trying to become, you know what it's going to take to get there. And you're not, it's like this, you know, maybe I'm not there. Maybe I'm not. I've got errors here and there. Maybe other people might look at me a certain way because of it, but it doesn't matter. Like I, I know for a fact what I'm trying to attain and who I'm trying to be and what is good and what is bad. And those are the things I'm trying to pursue. So I don't really have to, as long as I'm on that path, it's okay. There's not much I have to worry. I don't have to worry about, about the rest. Yeah. No need to, to shout it from the rooftops. Yeah, I've been trying to like I've been trying to to not get caught up in daydreams. Some some I'm trying to live in the moments, which again is another really cliche thing, but but like I want to be grateful for the past and think back from the past as a learning thing to help me with the future and I'm and I'm down to strategically plan for the future and spend a fair amount of time to be like, okay, budgeting i need to think down the line for the next check what do i have coming up how do i budget my money so i have the right amount of money to be able to get all the things i need to get done and then when it comes to music and things like that in the podcast and whatnot planning preparing getting stuff ready uh but not spending too much time in daydreams and that's been a thing for me that it's my whole life i just get lost in my own head daydreaming and getting taken off into different worlds and different places and different scenarios that'll just build up the scenario in my head and play through it and it's not like a strategic how am i going to handle this or how should i do this or what should i say here but it's a it's just imagining and picturing it to try to like feel what it may feel like almost and kind of building the hype for yourself. It's like watching the trailer to the movie over and over and over again before you see the movie. But the thing is, is I don't even know like the trailer I'm picturing may not be anything like what's coming. So that's the thing is like I, I can get hyped up in my head of like how I, oh, but this is starting to head this way and this I'm starting to see this happen here and this thing happen here. So it'll probably look like this in six months. Oh, it'll probably look like this next year. Maybe we'll be able to have this thing happen then. And you get this picture of what I imagine it's going to be. And then when it doesn't happen, that could be one of the lowest valleys you're ever in because now it's already tough because you're, you know, you're in a weird in-between limbo of life, but now it's not going at all according to plan. So you're like, well, I don't see it working out any other way. I had thought in my head, this is the one way it was going to work out. And so now that it's not going that way, I guess it's not going to happen. And it's like, well, maybe it is, but it's going to go the long route or it's going to be in a way where you, you left off so many stops along the way that you didn't need realize that you needed there was all these things that you needed to pick up whether it was experiences or or people or bits of knowledge that you didn't have before that prepare you for the next thing but yeah you need the xp you know and you can't just go fight you can't just skip right to the final boss and think that you're gonna beat it you need to go get the sword of shion you know you need to go get the dragon scale (laughs) 
And you need to be able to get ready to become the real warrior. You, you need, need to, to get be that to fight ebony the, armor. Ebony armor, exactly, exactly. You need that ebony by your side. Mm. And uh, so yeah, it's kind of been a bit of that, and that's been um, not getting too caught in the moment. So it's it's been or, or too caught in the future, not getting too caught in daydreams and stuff, and just being what do I need to do right now? Let's not worry about later today. Even let's just worry about right now. What needs to be done? How do I need to handle myself in this instant? And that's what I need to focus on. Wow, that's a powerful message. Powerful. Powerful. <laughs> Brother, I'm going to write a book or something. <laughs> you should become a pastor. <laughs> <laughs> Lost for the sermon. Sermon. Dude, that'd be sick. Damn. Well, on that note, uh, Robert, I, you know, I. it sounds like you might need to let your pillow or let your head strike a pillow. You know, it seems like you may need to get swaddled in some silk. Yeah, probably. You gotta be up at five. So. Do you want to give some uh, words of wisdom to the people real fast before we sign off? I, uh, you know, I'd love to. Um, guys, I've got a lot of wisdom up in here. <laughs> Lived a lot of life. Um, Going to therapy. Go to, th- you know, go to therapy and open a health savings account. Um, have your have your doctor write a note that you need that you have certain health conditions and you need to have a specific diet and that that way you can submit it to the IRS and you can purchase all of your food through your health savings account therefore having tax free money to spend on groceries whoa there you go that's my that's whoa. my little nugget of knowledge whoa that was a big nugget just pulled that out of my ass. Bro, you just hotboxed um, the whole whip with that nug. <laughs> that was crazy. Damn. Damn. That was that was beautiful. That was beautiful. Go get that, kids. Go go get a fucking a Roth go IRA. Go scam the government. Go scam the Fuck government. The government. Go, go scam them. Yeah, come on. They're the big man. Just take them down. Take them down with the system. Wow, on that note, guys. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Lost of Summer podcast. Blah, 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 blah. I am mentally challenged and can't speak because of it. So hopefully next week it has gone away. I'm going to go take some emergency and hope that it fixes my autism. But we'll see. We'll see. Remember, kiddos, you may be lost right now, but you're only lost for the summer. Live long. Die young. We're out.